Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and I am so excited to bring you another episode today. This is with Dr. Molly Maluth. If you haven't catched her first episode, that's going to be in 99. So go listen to that one and then come back to here and hear the second half of our conversation because it is just as good. We're going to talk about why networking is so important, how to be fearless or to go with fear, and why it's it's so vitally important that we make transitions in our life and stop living in a place of burnout, brokenness, and despair and move to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and honestly, that you absolutely freaking love. So join me in this conversation and then stick around afterwards for the kick of encouragement. You may notice at the end, Dr. Maluth challenges me about getting a group together of everyone who's listening on the podcast. Well, to break the surprise early, I am. So hear about those details, and I can't wait to see who joins us. All right, well, here we go. Let's get into it. I mean, like, I, a lot of people come to me asking me, like, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? And, um, and like, how do I get a job in tech? And, and honestly, like, the only way to get a job in general is to know someone. Like, to me, you don't find a job somewhere. You go and network and you go and talk to people and you go and look for opportunities and like get your hands dirty. You go to conferences, you meet people, you give, your, you give up your time for free. You go and just like, I, that's how I, if you want to change your career, the best thing you can do is to just get out there and meet people and talk to people and like. And tell and people like, what yeah, you want because that's what I find yeah, with no, the people that real. I work yeah. with is go make connections, talk to everybody, tell them what you want to do because you are not going to find the job description that you want on LinkedIn. You are going to have to manufacture it. You're going to have to make it. You're going to have to know the people who are looking for you. That's Mm -hmm. where the magic happens. Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. It's funny. A lot of um, doctors, when they leave medicine, like the mainstream medicine world, they tend to go to like, um, they tend to go to like management consulting. And that's also an option too, is like, join one of the big four management consulting agencies and just like, you know how to hustle. You're going to hustle and you're going to learn a lot about business. If you want to go into business, like go get an MBA. Um, frankly, I don't think MBAs are that valuable unless you go to a really high, uh, like esteemed institution, but, um, or you can just like, you know, go and talk to people and like biotech's cool. Like that might work for you. Um, I worked for a biotech company for years, um, doing some clinical strategy and, um, there, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, there's a whole world of options out there. You just have to kind of like think through what, how much money do you want to make? What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? And like, where do you want to live? You know, like normal things about life and exploration, but really the key is fearlessness. Like I've learned that there's so much that you can do in life from just eliminating this like terrifying fear of the unknown. Like life is completely filled with lots and lots of questions that are going to be unanswered. And, and like, you have to become pretty fearless if you're going to go out and do something that's not traditional because, um, you, people are going to ask you why, and people are going to be like, what are you thinking? And people are going to tell you what's wrong with you. <laughs> why did you do something as insane as this? Um, but you know, like you have to have a deep knowing and trust that you're going to figure it out because frankly, I feel like if you're, if you can become a doctor, you can figure out anything. Like but, you have the mind, you know, yes. you have the mindset that you can problem solve like it is so hard healing people. It is so hard putting people back together when they're broken and like 
most doctors are like totally fit for like almost any job because the job requires so much of you and so much commitment and so much time and effort and, and passion that, um, and like also maybe don't leave healthcare, maybe start figuring out ways to innovate it and to like optimize it and change it. And like, I just think that there's like women are in this amazing position in life right now where everyone's kind of waking up to seeing like, Oh my God, this world run by men is not turned out so well. Maybe we can do more. Maybe we can, maybe we can like stand up and create a better reality. And I'm excited about that. And I see it right and left. I see just powerful women emerging and really aiming to change the world. And I just think it's really, it's really awesome. I love it too. I, I think we are in a great age moving towards that. And if we definitely can step out with fearlessness, it's going to make all the difference with it. Sometimes I remind totally. myself that the fear is not going to go away. Just give it yep. a back seat in the car and say, Hey, you're Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Cause like the fear, fear is real. And like this chronic unrelenting anxiety of our time is kind of obnoxious. Like we, we used to be like these pack animals that would live together and we would all protect each other. And now we have this nuclear family that's now deteriorated into moms and kids and what happened to the fathers. And like, it's not surprising to me that like large quantities of people feel fear. Because there isn't this strong sense of a pack anymore. And that used to be this like sort of design. That was how our lives were designed in Savannah many, many, many years ago. And so we've evolved to live in that environment. And now we have this like very fragmented society. And everyone's just anxious because nobody knows where to turn to. Or who's got and your back? Or what happens when you get attacked? Right? And now you're a doctor and you're on the front lines of this like total crisis. And your job is to basically like help people feel better and give them medicine. And, and like, and a lot of times what people need is like someone to just sit with them and listen. <laughs> Sometimes like a lot of what people need is just like someone to tell them it's going to be okay. And yet like only thing we get paid for is drugs and surgery. Right. Yeah. And that just isn't enough for people anymore. It's just never was enough. And it's, it's never what the job of a doctor was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be that relationship. And I think that's part of the reason why doctors are so um, unhappy is that the doctor patient relationship, you know, even 50 years ago was about you being the community leader and you being the person people turn to for not only advice on health, but advice and advice in times of sickness, but advice on life and doctors that's kind of been taken from us Absolutely. is this, this role that we played, right? Like there's something, um, really, really wrong about that. And that's part of the reason why I went into private practice is I, I sit with patients. I take two hours to talk to them on the first appointment. And that's a massive luxury, I admit. But when a patient sits and breaks down with me and cries with me about the reason why they're sick and, and what, what, it, what all, what all, where it all came from and the things that happened in their life that, that traumatized them. And it, I feel like I am being given a gift and I am being given this like, beautiful opportunity to be a part of a person's healing process. And it is a process. It is not this overnight job. Right. And yet, um, we've, we've turned these appointments to like 15 minutes and there it's all about meeting these quotas and it's all about like making sure that we get the right diagnosis codes so that we can bill and that we get a good review by the person. And it's just like, God, I, I, I saw this Ted talk about doctors killing themselves and it's like, Apparently, the doctors now have the highest rate of suicide 
mm-hmm. and they beat out dentists and like, okay, it's one thing that like the system doesn't work. It's another thing that doctors are literally killing themselves and cannot get help from the system that they're a part of and have to cross state lines to go and get mental health care. Like that is not okay. Right. <laughs> and if anyone here is listening to this and is at a breaking point and is like borderline suicidal, like you're not in the right job. I'm sorry. Like it's not working for you and it's okay. And getting help is important. And we've got to, we've got to really ask ourselves like, what the heck are we doing? You know? Absolutely. That's one of my huge platforms. Like I shared before we jumped on here is talking to people yeah. and they're at their breaking point and they're like, yeah. I literally cannot go in this office today because it happens. I get it weekly. I talk to women who are just, they're like, I'm done. And that's when I'm like, you're done, but it's not you. It's the environment for which you're swimming in. It's toxic. Yeah. Time to find a new pool. And and the question is, what is that going to be? Right? Like, what are the options? And like, how do you bridge that gap? Yeah. And a lot of it is going back to that, that stuff that you just talked about. Like, who are you at your essence, at your core? Yeah. Really getting in touch with that because then your next steps, that brings a lot of clarity forward in knowing where you need to pivot to. Like you don't need to jump from one clinic to the next. If the A clinic A is totally burning you out and you're suicidal, like location is not going to change. You need to have a fundamental shift in the work that you do. You need a sabbatical. And that too. You yes. You have a breath away. Yeah. Oh my God. I talked to so many women who go on maternity leave and like the curtains clear and they open up and they're like, Oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. Because they yeah. are no longer going to work because they have this great excuse yeah. of a baby and it's not an excuse, yeah. but it can be no, extremely eye opening. When, when having a baby is easier than waking up in the morning and going to your job. Like, there's a problem. Turns out there, you know, there's a problem. And I have to admit, um, there's a place in the world that I go every quarter to really reset and re- realign my purpose. And it's called Esalen Institute, E-S-A-L-E-N. And there's actually weekend retreats there, week, week-long retreats there for specifically female doctors. Good. So if you haven't signed up for a retreat um, ever and maybe spent some time working on your own personal development, um, I would say the Esalen Institute is just like, this is the jam. Because every time I go there, I ask myself, okay, who am I? Where am I going and why? And I feel like I can kind of gauge if I'm on the right track or off, off the right track. And the cool thing that happens whenever I'm there is that I tend to like go through my list of goals for the year. And I kind of see, okay, which ones am I accomplishing? Which ones am I not? And why, why would I, if I'm not accomplishing it, do I need that goal in my life? Um, and you know, the, the thing that I keep on uh, learning when I go there is just like, you can, you need it. You need to t- take a step away from your reality in order to really evaluate it and like see it from the outside in. And so uh, it's not enough to take a vacation. Sometimes you actually need to go somewhere and just like work on yourself. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that. Mine's actually coming up next week. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Sabbatical. Where are you going? We are going, I'm going to go with my family down to Daytona and then spend a little time away while we're down there. There's a little place in St. Augustine that I go hit up by myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so great. Molly, oh my God. You are my new BFF. I am so glad that we got to talk today. Is there anything else left on your heart that you feel like our listeners need to hear? Um, If you don't have a therapist by now, like it took me a year to get one that really worked for me. Um, 
But like most doctors don't need talk therapy. We, we, we've talked enough about our problems. What doctors need is somebody to help you work through your problems. And I really, really wish I would have gotten a therapist way sooner. And I think it's hard for us sometimes to get the help that we need because we're being, you know, we're, we have many jobs, we have many roles. Oftentimes you're, you know, caregiving for family and you're a wife and you're, you know, it's a daughter and you're maybe got administrative roles and, and it can, it can really add up. But I think it's kind of vital to actually have someone to talk to about your issues. And I think it's like, it, especially older women who maybe aren't from a millennial generation and weren't raised to think that like getting therapy is like, my, like my, for example, my family, like my parents think therapy, it means it's like something wrong with you. But actually I think the millennial mindset of therapy as self-care is way better. So, um, and it's also just time. It's like, to me, it's, it's about, um, really getting to know yourself and really figure and having someone be a good mirror for you. That isn't, uh, someone that knows you, somebody that's objective. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a silly piece of advice, but, um, it will dramatically improve the quality of your relationships, which fundamentally determine the quality of your life at the end of the day. So yeah, I mean, everybody like, get, get a help. person. Yeah. You need yeah, get it. a person, get, whether it's a life coach, whether it's, um, you know, a therapist, whether it's, you know, like my, my coach is actually trained in what's called intuition medicine. There's an academy Ooh. of intuition medicine. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. And she's amazing. And like, if you've never really dropped into this, like, you know, the, 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 the theories behind chakras, the theories behind energy, it sounds so hippie, woo woo Western, like, like, like West coast stuff. But for somebody who has like a very scientific mind, sometimes it's fun to actually take that off for a little bit and sit down with someone and just like feel my body because I'm so in my head all the time and I really need to like actually feel my feelings and I don't always do that. So exactly. um, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of you out there that don't either. So, um, you do know, it. like I started working yeah, with it. a gal out of the UK who does kinesiology. So like you have to do cool. like different points and stuff. And I tell her yeah. that, like, she's my magic worker. And why I yeah. chose to work with her was exactly that. Like, I can't game her system. I can't outthink yeah. her. I can't outmaneuver her. Yeah. She just starts yeah. pulling these cards or slips of paper. And I'm like, where did that come from? But yeah. I'll be damned. Every session, it gets down to something wow. that I need to work through. So wow. everybody needs that in their life. Even the life coach great. has a coach. Yes. And a I mean, this is Like, I, I go through periods of time where I do self-care and I do more self-improvement. And then I, and then there's a point where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work, but then you work, 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 work. And then you deplete yourself and then you fall off in your habits and you fall off on your practices. And then you're like, Oh crap, I got to get back on this. So it's, it's, it's always a process. It's and always like, a cycle and it's okay. Things, as long right? as you like, have that awareness and come back to it always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my therapist is basically like your job right now is actually not improvement. Your job is acceptance. And I was like, Oh, that feels really nice to actually just say that word, you know, um, self-compassion and, and acceptance is just like so important for optimizing your own personal health. This has been the book that I self-compassion <laughs> workbook. Yes. I have the workbook that, that goes with that book. I it's think been so good. Author. Everybody, yeah. you're not seeing the photos, but I just showed the book by Kristen Neff. She's a PhD yes, down Kristen in Neff. Texas. To read her stuff, yeah. Kristen Neff. Is I will the, put a link in the jam. show notes because, yeah, guys, I've been reading good. this book and it is—it's changing my world because I need. But also the workbook. Mm -hmm. The workbook is even better because you're actually doing the practices. So, like, I'm sure they're both good. Buy them both, ladies. They're like thirty dollars max. Do it. Totally. Just do it. 
Awesome. Well, we have had so much fun today. You're totally going to come back. You need to pick another word and we're going to have to jam on it again. I'd love to be back. And then also, you know what I was thinking as well is like, maybe form a Facebook group of all these doctors. Do you have one yet? Because I have one going. um, It's not super active, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, add me. I'd love to, I'd love to connect with more doctors. It'd be great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, there you have it, the second half of that conversation. I so appreciate Dr. Molly Maluth for coming and speaking with me. It's been great hanging out with her on LinkedIn and making so many more connections. So Molly, you're amazing. And also to my listeners, hey, I want to tell you, I don't really want five-star reviews. I don't really want comments on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it now these days. What I would really, really love and what would be most impactful Let's just share these episodes with a friend. Say, hey, there's this amazing podcast I would love for you to listen to, and this is what it meant to me. And I say that because I feel like so many people in the podcasting world are like fighting for these stars, and I'm just over it. I really just want this message to reach other people, and it would just make my heart swell with joy if you would just, if it's meaningful to you, and if you are finding value out of this podcast, share it with a friend. You don't even have to tell me about it, but hopefully we can spread this goodness and this love all around to those who need it. And jumping off of that, and actually jumping off of the end of the conversation with Dr. Maluth, When she asked me about having a Facebook group, I do have a Facebook group. It's not active, and I'll be super honest, I am just kind of hating Facebook right now. But what I am doing, and what I'm super excited to get launched, is the Dr. Me First Mastermind. Because who wouldn't want to hang out with us? I mean, really, this podcast is great, but it's totally one way. And I want to hang out with all of you. So in order to do that, I am going to coordinate, lead, and facilitate this mastermind. So you're probably wondering if you don't know what a mastermind is. Erin, what is a mastermind? Well, it's something that's been happening within the business communities for several, several years now, but I'm bringing it to medicine. So it's a collective group of people for a six months commitment who get together with singly minded focus on some areas of their life and business they want to change. So here's some questions that I would ask you to see if maybe this is a fit for you. Are you frustrated in your work-life balance? Do you know that you love medicine, but you're finding the day-to-day grind just be absolutely horrible? Do you have a business or a side hustle, or maybe you're thinking about starting one, but you just don't know how to take it to the next level? Perhaps you've been listening to the podcast for a while, and you're like, I would really love to get to know and to talk to Erin more and use her coaching services. If any of those questions were a yes, then your booty needs to be signed up for this mastermind. There's going to be a sign-up link in the show notes, or you can, of course, visit my website to find out more details. And always, always, you can email me with any questions directly. Believe you me, it comes straight to me, and you get my full sassy answers back. So... I just want to quickly tell you about the purpose and the goals of this mastermind so that you know what to expect. So the purpose is to provide accountability, encouragement, and help to the areas of your life and your work or business that you are most struggling with. And that is totally loose frame. 
at first people ask me, you know, I don't have a business. How can I be in it? I'm like, no, 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 no. You work, right? Every single day or most days, you can be in this. You have a life, right? You're struggling with something, right? You can totally be in it. So the goals I want you to keep in mind coming into this mastermind is that you are going to get encouragement to keep excelling in what you do and love. You're going to get motivation to do only what you love and cut out the crap. You're going to get more help to learn to love yourself, all of you, the good, the bad, the fugly, the hot mess, the mistakes, the success, the achievements, the learner, you. And I am going to help you lean into your full value and learn to ask for it always. Always full value. No half price, no coupons here because you deserve it. So what can you expect with this mastermind? Well, it's going to be structured and each month will have a theme. And we will decide that as a group after I get everyone signed up and we close registration. There is going to be three different things each month that you will be participating in in the mastermind. There's going to be one group session. You're going to get a private one-on-one coaching session with me. And then you're also going to be a part of study halls. And what study halls are is just think about like when you're in high school and you showed up, you had your backpack, all your homework, you got it out, and you did it. Well, I didn't always take a study hall. and You probably didn't either because we were always working ahead. But this time we actually are. So it could be from working on balancing your checkbook, doing your taxes. Maybe you're writing a book and you need to sit down and focus on a chapter. Maybe it's just the stuff that you've been pushing off. You bring it to study hall and we help each other get through it. If you want to see when our meeting dates are, just click on the link in the show notes and you can see when they're going to be scheduled for. And some themes that I'm thinking about for each month are like determining your determining your self-identity or what's your business identity? What's your value or worth in the world? Do you have any money issues? If so, how can we work through those? Healing old wounds. Rewriting the hidden curriculum of the stories that we tell ourselves. Creating boundaries. And many, many more. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, I would love to invite you to go ahead and get signed up. Click on the link in the show notes. And again, if you have questions, please send me an email. I'd be more than happy to talk through. I'm keeping this group small. So once we hit that number, I will be closing registration because I think it's important to have these small intimate groups. If you miss out, just email me, let me know, and I'll let you know when the next one's starting. But if you're still super interested, now is the time to act. Registration opened last week, and I'm just so excited that we've already had a couple people sign up. So no scarcity model here. There's going to be plenty of room for everyone who's interested and involved, and I cannot wait to start January 2020 with all you fabulous people. Okay, remember, your life, your calling, your pulse. See you, friend.